Hello and welcome to the Melomancy Podcast. Victim, I haven't seen you since last year. How you been? I don't know, man. It's been a whole year. A lot's <laughs> gone down. Um, <laughs> oh, well, a year I in... I just a, woke a, up. It's been so. a year in, in American days, not Canadian days. I know those are different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. I better get the agenda in front of me or I'm going to forget all the stuff we talked about before I hit the start button. Let me just move this Trust shit. Trust me. Over there. I, I'm right there along. I'm like, <laughs> I see these white little blips on Discord. I'm like, oh, what's this? What's this? I'm like, oh, wait, I'm not looking at the fucking agenda anymore. <laughs> all right. So uh, for, for those of you binging our show in 2030 and the entire landscape of the world and its culture has changed, you may wonder what just happened. We just got out of a sort of holiday season at the end of December. Uh, there are many various holidays and the most popular of which, at least in the media, maybe not actually with volume celebrated, uh, is Christmas, which is a Christian holiday that's been appropriated by uh, rich people to make more money. So it's uh, completely divorced from all of its spiritual origins, and it's all about buying gifts for people, because that's nice. But, like, it's got kind of yeah. egregious over time. <laughs> I mean, to be fair with you, though, like, I, I, the way I look at it is, if everything's on sale, super cheap, like, let's say, like, Black Friday, right? Because mm-hmm. clearly Black Friday is aimed at Christmas shoppers. If, if it wasn't, Every shop, every manager, marketer in the on the world is stupid. But besides the point, <laughs> that is exactly what it's marketed at. Um, at least it's cheap. Right. <laughs> they can make all the money they want. I'm getting shit f- close to free. Closer to free. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's that's cool with me. I'll, I'll right. take it. So, so Black Friday is the, the, the Friday following Thanksgiving, which is another yep. American holiday where we all get together and eat turkey. Um, nothing else. And then um, everyone knows in 2030 these don't exist anymore. I'm sure. And then <laughs> Black Friday, everything's on sale. But in recent years, they've been really shifty about it, and everything is on sale. But they just marked it up that month, so it's on sale at what should be full price. Uh, oh fuck yeah! I in most that a couple years. In most cases, like if you don't come prepared with like fucking notes or maybe like a spreadsheet, like you're gonna get scammed on Black Friday. You might that's get a good mom, deal. That's what my mom does. Mm. I shit you not that. Like they can't go to the states as much as they'd like anymore, mm-hmm. but they they used to go down every year with like six lists <laughs> and like five people, and they would all spread out to shops to get shit for each other and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It was like a whole fucking operation. Luckily, down in Maine, it's not so bad. Apparently, like you don't see like those big ass lines of people like mm-hmm. trampling over each other and shit. Apparently, but that's the U.S. state that borders your province most, right? Yes, Maine, which is in the top right corner. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It couldn't be any further away from me. Um it apparently used to be a part of our province many moons ago, but Yeah, you also many moons ago were ruled by a queen on a foreign yes. continent. I mean we still technically are. A lot of people hate to talk about it and they're like, Oh no no no, that's not that's not real, that's not real. She technically has veto power over our government. She never ever uses it. And our uh governor general, I think he's called, can literally like appeal it. So it's like she really doesn't hold power, but on paper she does. <laughs> Did the Canadian dollar bills say "God Save the Queen"? Uh, I actually don't know. I haven't looked. At, they, we have new ones since like ten-ish years ago. Yeah, and uh, they're a little different now. I, I don't think they say that anymore. I haven't seen paper money in months because uh, there's a coin shortage. Conveniently, around the same time that the lockdowns began, so and I'm pretty sure That's the coin weird. shortage was artificially manufactured. Because I'm pretty sure the coin shortage, the only purpose was to keep people from pulling their money out of the bank when shit hit the fan. Because that would make banks fail, and that would cause 
a more harsh collapse. Uh, but since there's a coin shortage, you can't withdraw your money from the bank, but you can slide that debit card all day long. So people did not panic and pull out of the banks, and the banks survived. And here we are with um, uh, so basically joke money. <laughs> so funny enough, <laughs> I actually have every bill here except for a 50. Oh, wow. So we can look at Canadian money. Why your, not? Your money is so shiny. Yeah, it's 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 basically plastic. It's so fucking <laughs> like it's bend proof. It's rip proof. Mm -hmm. Like no, no, it isn't. It is not at all. It's it is more resistant to such things. Can you iron it? But no, not quite. Can you iron it like clothes? <sighs> I don't know. I haven't tried I, to be fair. I, I knew a guy in high school. He was what a drug dealer. On it? Not that I partook or anything. I I didn't. But I knew a guy in high school who was like a the, the big drug dealer, one of the bigger ones. Uh, in the in the area for kids. Yeah, I, <laughs> wow, that sounds I, bad I, when I, I say it that way. I, I feel like everyone in high school knew knew one of those kids. So yeah, I got you. I knew a guy in high school that sold drugs to kids, but it's okay because he was also a kid himself. But he ironed his money because he really liked having big fat rolls of money, and he like he liked flipping uh, through it and smelling it and feeling it. It was like a, it was like a sexual experience for him. He's like, I, I iron my money because I love it, and I'm like, you're fucking weird. So this is so this is Sir John A. <laughs> McDonald. He he, he was contra controversy for a while. Did he start the uh, fast food chain McDonald's? The, uh, <laughs> no, and they got the um, the the railway on the back. It's kind of cool. Uh, no, he they teared a statue of him down in like Quebec or something because uh, he happened to be ruling at the time of slaves. Like mm. he literally had nothing to do with them, as far as 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 far as I've read, at the very least. He was in I power really at the time, and people, he wasn't part of the solution. People just being dickheads. Mm. Yeah, I mean, he paved the way for Canada to be what it is. I feel like it deserves at least a little bit of respect. I mean, it may have been racist, but times are different. He's still on your he's on, he's on your money, so I guess he he won at the end there. I mean, yeah. Even if they change it, that money's still valid. Like uh, there's so, um, I, I've so been Wilfred Laurier is the oh. other guy, and I don't know. Oh, it's got the <laughs> it's got the space station in the back. It's hard to see because my camera's a bit of an, a bit ass, but there's a space station on your money. That's crazy. Yeah, dude. What the fuck. I never, I never sat down to look at this before. <laughs> Canada money is so futuristic. It's got a space station on it. We have an old building on all of oh, them. Oh, here she is. Oh, is that the queen? Yeah, yeah, here. Oh, God save the queen. It doesn't say it on here, but it, it does. <laughs> that is who that is. It might as well say God save the queen. That'd be fucking hilarious. Yeah. That's Get, like a building so, of some sort. Guest number six says, is there chat interaction? And I say, yes, I just forgot to look. Hello, guest number six. I don't know if you can hear me. I really hope the stream's working. <laughs> the VOD oh, works. I know oh, the VOD it's works. the Vimy Ridge Memorial. Okay. Ah. That's, I mean, it's kind of hard to see because the light's being asked, but, you know. So That's kind of cool. I'm actually glad that's on there. Do you remember when uh, that that um, that royal guy from Britain, uh, the, the younger prince of the two, uh, he wanted to move to Canada, and then, like, the royal family, like, threw a fit? Like, what was your take on that? Since they technically own Canada as well. It's like moving to Wales. In my opinion, uh, but I don't know. I I feel like that's such a weird thing to get mad, mad about. So I don't know who the fuck this guy is, Sir Robert, Sir Borden. He was a prime minister at some point. I've just never heard of him. I've I don't know who that is. <laughs> and but hey, cool. On the other side, something I do know: insulin. Insulin. Which again, the it's hard to see because like, the light is being asked. The medicine. Yeah. The yeah. Fuck? The medicine. Canada. Dude, our money, our money's really <laughs> interesting. I never looked at it before. Wow. 
that's just uh. that's just weird. So anyway, preamble aside, there's this holiday that we celebrate today that might go away by the time you listen to this show in the future, you crazy bingers in 2030, 2040. Watching uh, from Mars. <laughs> watching from uh, Uranus uh, or your rectum. Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, whatever I guess changed in the future, I'm sure it won't stay Uranus for long. I am queen of pirate. Oh, Hydro King is in the chat. Nice, nice, nice. Cool. So I got um, a gift. I only got a couple things for Christmas. Uh, it's about the kids. I have two kids, man. Like I bought them a ton of shit. All my relatives bought them a ton of shit. My living room was full of shit. I'll complain about that. that I mean, that's minute. how you know who's the good relatives, right? They buy your kids shit for Christmas. Yeah. They're, they're the good relatives. They're the they're, ones you keep close. There's a difference, though. I'll get into the difference in a little bit because I don't want to, like, shame or pick sides amongst the grandparents because they all care and they all gave them stuff, right? And that's awesome, but, like, some of the gifts are clearly better. <laughs> my, my parents do the exact same fucking thing. Yeah. Like, whether or not people get invited to shit anymore is whether or not they actually show up to shit. Nice, nice. So, so. To, to keep That'd it short, cool. uh, let me first go over what I got, because that's a much shorter list. First, I got a cup. It is a horn. Nice. Now, I already had one of these, right? I got it at Renfair. But, like, real game changer is that this one came with a, a cup holder that has holes in it. So I can fucking... I could put this on my desk and comfortably, like, pick it up and drink out of it. So I, I'm only using it for water at the moment. Uh, though I did put beer in it once, but then paint, washing it was kind of a pain in the ass. <laughs> so I think I'm going to stick to water <laughs> unless I'm at like a party or something. Obviously, I'm not drinking out of it tonight. I have a Moscow Mule, uh, two shots of uh, Ruski Standard, uh, two shots of a very tasty um, syrup, a ginger syrup that Destiny made that's made out of ginger and blue agave and pepper, roasted pepper, blended together into a syrup. And that replaces the ginger beer ingredient of a Moscow Mule. Two shots of each and uh, club soda at the top, and it is fucking delicious. And um, sounds pretty good, Nikolai. I fucking love it, dude. It's great. Uh, and then I bought myself my own freaking Christmas gift. I got the Razer Kishi, which there was a there was a, a there was a card in here for Xbox uh, Live Ultimate or whatever uh, Game Pass, and I already posted the picture on Twitter. I'm sure somebody. Um, saw it and probably used the code i got a couple i got a couple likes from some people i didn't recognize and well i um i did that once for i think it was like a beta key to early access to one of the final fantasy final fantasy expansions i think it was shadowbringers actually uh gta sent it to me and it was for a different version of the game i'm like eh, i'll just i'm <laughs> like hey twitter um prove your prove you're not a like a bot and i'll just fucking pm you this this code it's like and one dude, like some like silent, like few follower dudes messaged me up. He like posted a picture of his character with like timestamps and shit. And I'm like, all right, cool. You're real. And I was just, like handed him on me and he's like, oh, dude, I'm so fucking thankful, dude. I never get <laughs> shit ever. And I'm like, nah, dude, enjoy. Yeah, I, <laughs> I knew a guy. Um, I knew a guy in college who exploited the fact that Gmail accounts, they allow you to um, insert a period between any two characters. And it's the same email to sign up for giveaways at on the order of hundreds of times. Oh, um, that's uh, pretty clever. Yeah. Instead of having hundreds of emails, he just used the same email a hundred times uh, in a hundred different giveaways. And I think he got a couple things out of that, but um, that was, uh, that was weird. That's the same guy that, that showed me Minecraft actually like uh, what a rabbit hole that was. <laughs> wow. 
Same guy, yeah. And he, um, I mean, I'd rather just have him on the show to tell the story, but uh, to, to the TLDR is that uh, there is a cool story where there was a, uh, a mine con before there was a mine con of like 10 people oh. in Seattle. Because yes. Notch was like, I'm in Seattle. He posts on Twitter back when Minecraft was in alpha before the nether update, back before that. And um, it's like, that's how you know we're old school. I, I can actually remember that there was another update. I remember before and after. Like, I remember before monsters could fucking fight you and they just existed. I remember when you could throw your pickaxe on the ground and pick it up and it had full durability. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God damn, dude. Because the, the server didn't track that. It was great. No, um, so they had like a mine con where my, my buddy that I was just talking about and his friend who, uh, a mutual friend of ours and a couple others, uh, were among the like 12 or 20 people that met Notch at the park in Seattle in like 2010. Um, when this took place and he took them all to Applebee's and paid for it. This is before he hired anybody. He was still a solo dev. Like those are the humble beginnings. And I thought that was really neat. Of course, now you're not allowed to talk about notch in a positive light, but uh, who cares? Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's, still cool, he, he's just an old dude with a lot of money fucking living at his days, shit posting them. I think Twitter, I think it's Twitter. I love it. still shit yeah. Posting. Yeah, so it's like, what do you? You can't give that guy too much shit. He created probably one of the most influential, if not the like greatest games of all time. Oh, I know. It's just you know, there's like always. I, uh, I'm addicted to it right mm-hmm. now. In fact, like I, one of our mellow mellow managers put a server up, um, and I sat there for 36 hours one the other night and just oh damn binged it. Like I, I, I'm so addicted, dude. I hate it, dude. That's where you've been. I've been wondering. You guys have been kind of quiet on the Discord. I'm like, where happened to Victim? They're not playing. He's oh, like, yeah. Hey. Everyone's just fucking dead, dude. Like, I get that you haven't been streaming. It's the holidays. You probably shouldn't, right? You know, this is the time you should take hopefully for Hopefully, he'll be starting up. Hopefully, he'll be starting up tomorrow. If you can... I wasn't supposed to take another week <laughs> off. But I was like, you know what? You can't put down the I'm Minecraft. Tired. I got Minecraft. Uh-huh. Fuck it. More like Minecraft. <laughs> yes, exactly. No, I'm glad you're having fun. I, I was uh, supportive. Uh, Dream came to me because he had a bunch of questions about um, hosting. And I, I tried to explain it to him. And uh, that actually brings us to another point. Uh, one of the other things that's going to be happening here in my life is I'm going to start making a home lab. Uh, my purposes are twofold. One, I fucking want one. Two, I already work in cloud hosting. I kind of, you know, get it, right? Yeah, I mean, you might as well, right? Yeah. Fuck it. I don't plan on running a Minecraft server, but I intend to build something where I could if I wanted to. Um, but more realistically, uh, I am very interested in getting a TeamSpeak server up, not just to try out TeamSpeak. I'm not saying we're going to ditch Discord, but, you know, we came pretty close to repealing Section 230. And I tried to explain it to you on Discord, but I don't even know if you read it. <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, it was a wall of text. I've been talking about it a little bit. It, it's it didn't happen. Bullshit. It didn't happen. Oh, it didn't? It did not happen. Oh, fuck. I thought it did. No, no. Okay, thank so, God. The reason why, you know, that old dude put it in there was because the thing that it was attached to, the $2,000 check for COVID relief, he didn't want that to pass. And so he attached this horrible thing to it saying, oh, would you like to have both or none? And they said, fuck it, none. Fuck you. That's what happened, right? Honestly, like, I know this might be be really shitty to come out of my mouth. Even taking it out of context, probably fucking horrendous. But people in a financial issue right now mm-hmm. it might suck but what sucks even more is losing like our freedoms for like 10 20 30 40 50 years right so you section know, 230 like, is the reason why 
if someone signs up to your forum or your email server or your website, social media, whatever of choice, and they intentionally post like movies, full copywritten material, child porn, and then uh, let's say they did this over like a VPN or something and they report themselves, or maybe this is a multi-person operation, right? Maybe bots yeah. are doing it, both roles, right? The, I mean, that's what the 4chan, fucking it, bots every other day doing it so yeah like it's it's back, way back it's no secret i mean people don't talk about it you know in the public discourse like on twitter the blue check marks and stuff but everybody knows that there are people out there that will that have this illicit material and they only have it so they can post it to get a a hoster or website in trouble and section 230 yeah. protects those websites by saying no the person who posts it is at fault and the fbi will do everything they can to track them down and arrest them and punish them the hoster does not is not liable for that, especially if they, they did their due diligence to take action against the content. That's why sites like 4chan are still up. Yeah, and I think that's one of the issues that, like, it gets to me. It's like, we talk about, like, um, all this shit, like, we need to put a ban on it. We need to mm-hmm. we need to stop the child pornography. It's like, yes, we already do that. <laughs> we right. already do try to do that. It's already illegal, but by removing Section 230, but, you allow this illegal material to now be weaponized against legitimate parties. Exactly. And, and then it's all of a sudden going to be seen more places. Uh, a lot less people are going to be prosecuted for it because the moment it pops up, the site becomes the fucking topic of, of talking, not the person who's the pedophile. Right. It's like, they're they're looking at it's the idea of principle versus actual like mm-hmm. reasonable uh words yeah it's fucked up like it's like all oh, the principle of the matter is that the site should be held accountable because blah, 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 mm-hmm. they are the host it's like well no but the principle of the matter isn't it shouldn't be <laughs> who's mm-hmm. at fault it should be who's committing the fucking crime right so to everyone's benefit oh, it's so much to everyone's benefit that did not happen right section 230 yeah. still stands for now uh, but if Section 230 ever gets removed, I suspect that Discord will be in lots of trouble because there's no secret that Discord is kind of a hive of uh, grooming and grossness, right? There's a lot of uh, yeah. bad shit that happens over Discord, especially with the grooming of, of young and, and vulnerable people. Um, Literally type it into minors. YouTube and you'll have like a good mm-hmm. 100,000 tabs worth of just fucking videos on the, right. on the topic. And so imagine if that huge volume of... Uh, you know, bad behavior that is facilitated over Discord now was liable against Discord. Like they would be basically new features would halt. They'd spend all their money on lawyers and they would just, you know, fight until their last day until even if they won every lawsuit, they wouldn't be able to afford this. Well, social media as it exists would would probably die for a little bit. Yeah. Because because there would literally be no way that they could function moving forward without some legal backing right and even then they would have to crack down so hard nobody would want to fucking use the program anymore exactly that's the real thing because twitter and, and and facebook would probably stay afloat but they would um definitely change all of their policies and invest in lots of very harmful automation to basically mitigate this damage by you know banning people for things that aren't even bad right just because it looks like it could be construed as this thing they might sue us for so, like, it, the shade of that little kid's shirt looks an awful lot like nipples. Autoban, right? That's the Tumblr way. <laughs> Tumblr's already. Oh doing that. God, yeah. So imagine, like, um, can't wear salmon-colored t-shirts anymore. I guess. Imagine the hellscape that is Tumblr after the porn ban, but on every website you like. That's what's repealing section. Apparently, <laughs> I found this out the other night. So speaking of Tumblr, oh, apparently no. there is—I uh, don't know—I don't know if they're all called this, but uh, the, the term I was told was "porn crusaders" 
where they fucking will um they like do pop-up accounts where they just like spam the shit out of it with like uh like a porn bot or whatever uh and wait to see it get fucking banned <laughs> i mean they're, they're like, like they're fighting back against the fucking ruling on Tumblr. it's funny because i have created some image posting bots that that have some risque material uh, in them, some of which is as risque as it gets. Uh, but, you know, it's something illegal, and it's all 2D. But, like, I get that. I've made that, technically. Yeah. Technically. It's not as floody. It only posts once every 20 minutes. There's only, like, 13 of them. But, like... <laughs> God, I, I hate Floodbots so much. Yeah, I, I, I have some real life friends that were in, into coding, and that, that was, like, the big thing they do is make floodbots and it's just like stop mm-hmm. stop sending me messages you assholes so, they work yes they work <laughs> i don't want to ignore hydro's question up there in the chat oh, home, a home lab i, I mentioned uh when oh, i oh yes sorry yeah. so a home lab is where like imagine a server rack not like an M- enterprise one with the air conditioning and it belongs in a data center more like it's a server rack i can install it at home and then uh i get servers that actually slot in and screw into the rack not a desktop that's been converted Right. And I can slot them up high and I can, it's like a rack in my house and I can install whatever the fuck I want on it. And that's where the TeamSpeak server would go. <laughs> and the reason why I wanted to set it up was one, I'm, I'm extremely, extremely interested in the next version of TeamSpeak because I think it'll be feature complete with Discord. That's their goal. I hope, I hope so. Because honestly, even if it didn't like take off, comp- competition is always healthy. Exactly. Like, Discord is absolutely maybe stagnant. Maybe Discord will just become a better company slash program out of it. Yeah, because they have no real competition right now. Like, all their competition, like, only has, like, a, a small subset of the features that they provide. And then they have a lot of features that Discord doesn't have, but they don't all have them. Like, we were making the show on Mumble because it had a built-in recording feature with multi-track recording. That's fucking awesome. Such such a good recording program. Yeah. Like, if Mumble ever, like died like if, like if it ever like died so hard that we couldn't use it anymore i don't know what we do for recording because that is so fucking beautiful it's so good yeah and TeamSpeak, very competent had recording as well they both do nested channels with raidcom like announcements which is the like we experienced in guild wars it was the way to go yeah you know yeah. discord doesn't have those things and we moved to discord in 2015 thinking oh they'll they'll release that stuff they're gonna catch up it's still like a, a a fledgling program but it's free and awesome and so far appeared to be stable in 2015 when we signed up and then we never left and it never got better it got a little better but like the stuff they add to it is not stuff we care about it's stuff that makes them more money so yeah it's all cosmetic so one competition. you can't even partner with discord <laughs> for like i'm trying to think of like what the time frame their time span there is mm-hmm. but like you need to be like a, a content creator on the internet before they'll yeah. even like. Oh, we talk to you we can't it. even become a community server. We meet all the requirements for a community server, but they still denied my request, and they won't make me the server owner. So Zazine is still the server owner for the Melomancy Discord. Uh, Zazine no longer uses that account. Um, I'm not sure what even happened to this person. I have not talked to this person in a long time. And uh, so that is clear. And I told the Discord um, support team, hey, uh, here, you have this process to transfer server ownership. I have the administrator permission. This person is the server owner and is inactive more than um, uh, several months. Please give it to me. And they said, no. 
No, fuck you. They didn't even give me a reason. They said, you don't meet the criteria. Sorry. I'm sorry. And I, I replied, like, what criteria do I not meet? My server has more than 100 people on it. My, I have the administrator permission, and this person has not logged in in a very long time. Like, I meet all three of your prerequisites. And then they, the reply they sent to me was, they repeated those requisites and said, you don't meet one of these. They didn't say which one. And I could prove to them that I met them, and they don't care. So I don't care. I'm no longer. Uh, that's why I didn't uh, uh, in a not a vod, but a um, a highlight that wasn't actually in the episode. It was cut, and I I uploaded it anyway. I explained to you, victim, that I was considering resubscribing to Discord Nitro because currently Discord is kind of our home for our community, and we oh, should yeah. invest in it while we're still currently using it. And I believed what I said at the time, but like I'm not going to get any more money. <laughs> I'll use it, but it's it's all temporary. Like, holy shit. I felt so, like, burned by them, by that message. That was such a dick move by them. Yeah, I don't... That, that, that hurts my hurts me a little because it's like, how... Mm-hmm. They suggested how we start over. How face look at that and think yeah. that? They, their suggestion was, you should start a new server. And it's like, we have all, like, six years of history, you know, 2015 to 2021, of like yeah. chat channels, like I don't delete our chat channels. I I move them to the graveyard and I leave them. Right, like you can scroll up in our channels for a very long ways, years and years of posts. You know, people that are no longer with us, people that have left. Um, you know, I'm not giving that up. Um, and I I will never actually delete this Discord either. Like I would leave even if we move on to something else. I'll still like let it live. Like I'm not gonna go delete it. It'll go down when Discord as a company goes down. I'm just saying Discord as a company might fucking go down if Section 230 is removed because they can't stop grooming kids. So the FBI will probably say, all right, here's a lawsuit. Discord, stop grooming kids. And they're like, no, but we're not. These people are doing it. And it's like, well, the law is the law. So Why'd you let them on your platform in the first place? What would probably happen is they would probably <laughs> sell their company to Tencent and then Chinese law is different than American law. They're currently an American company. Tencent is yeah, an investor. And do you really want to be on Tencent's audio platform? No. Not really. I mean, yeah, haha, I play Genshin Impact, a Mahoyo game, which is a Chinese company. And yeah, I get it. I get they're, it. They're not they're not owned by Tencent. They're not owned by Tencent, right? You know, it's not a Chinese and thing, it's a Tencent thing. The only reason I even give Genshin money or or even Arknights for by like uh whatever, is because uh, I think they're owned by Japanese. They I think they have Japanese parent companies. They might. They're only really Chinese de- developers mm-hmm. at the end of the day. I'd have to look into it. I'm not really sure. But even I'm not, I'm not certain the ins and outs of that. But yeah, it's something like that. Even if Tencent bought them out, I'd probably still play because that game's so fucking fun. <laughs> I mean, I just wouldn't give them money anymore. Is really all it would be. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, the too long didn't read is I'm gonna make a uh, home lab and for both experimental and rainy day oh shit discord's gone uh reasons i'm going to set up a Teamspeak server for melomancy so our community will always have a home no matter what the law changes to because i mean section 230 wouldn't affect self-hosters that are locked behind like a password like oh yeah someone could i guess report us to the fbi if like someone posted a bad thing like a like a, a marvel movie in our channel in Teamspeak. but like our Teamspeak will have a password like it's not going to be super public, and maybe yeah, the FBI can't even get in. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I mean, if they do, they'll find and they find something they don't like. They could they could do something about it. But like, I'm just saying that the attack surface is yeah, so much smaller. The, the attack surface is so much smaller. They're not going to do anything about it, right? Yeah, it's realistically the so, issue. 
you know, that's, that's my goal there. And so I'm building, I'm going to build a home lab and it's going to be awesome. And I'm going to use my COVID bucks to kick it off <laughs> because we are getting uh, $600 per person uh, that was approved. And that, with that, there was a bunch of shit that wrote on that bill, one of which was illegal streaming. So sites like Kiss Anime are probably going to suffer because... Um, they don't, the Kiss Anime doesn't exist anymore, I don't think. Well, if it did, it's definitely dead now because that is the purpose of the illegal streaming uh, part that was in that bill. However, uh, it also means that you know DMCA takedowns are a lot more heavy, right? So uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. platforms like Twitch are more aggressively moderating dmca bull content, which I'm sure you may have noticed. Um, so the, the grip will tighten... Uh, it's very apparent in the clone hero community. So I'm definitely not going to be streaming clone hero because I don't want to go to jail for 10 years. <laughs> right. Um, because that's a, a game that is entirely based on adding mods to your game with copyright and music on them. That's the whole game, right? Copyright the game. Yeah. So that's like, I can't even do that. I mean, I'll, I can still stream on discord to a small group of people. I could even stream on Twitch and I just don't save the VODs. I could probably get away with it. Right. But like, that's way less fun. Like, I want to go back and look at what I'd done, right? Like, I don't like the idea of streaming without VODs enabled. Like, could you imagine? Like, it's lame. Um, but anyway, that happened. And um, the other thing I got for Christmas, gift cards. I got $200. <laughs> well, I got $150 in Amazon gift cards, and so did Destiny, from a bunch of people that got us all the same shit. So, the plan was I gave $50 of my Amazon gift cards to Destiny, and then she gave me $50 of her ocean, or, uh, our pockets. We call it pocket sand, right? That's our, our guilt-free money, uh. every paycheck, right? That's how I save so much money and don't, you know, kill over with debt. Is I, I pay myself guilt-free money every month, and I don't exceed it, right? So, I basically took $50 of her guilt-free money, and I gave her the gift cards, uh, $50 of them, and then I immediately turned around and spent it on Genshin Impact, and I didn't get shit. No, I'm kidding. I um, I was trying to get Bennett. I tried to get Bennett. I made $50 with the rolls. I got four sucroses and an albedo. I, I wanted to die. I was Not like, quite Bennett. Not quite Bennett. Um, I already had albedo. That's, I have a C1 albedo. I don't use albedo. Not yet. I want uh, maybe one day. Not today. I have, I love every character in this goddamn game. I want to use them all, but I need to commit to my. That is the unfortunate part of the game. Yeah. I have to commit to my high level characters that I currently have to survive AR forty, which is right around the corner. I'm AR thirty nine. <laughs> <sighs> the struggle is real. I mean, I, it, it, it's worth it. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I gave her fifty dollars in gift cards, and I made those really sad pulls. I had a, I had a good time. I don't regret it. Right. And then um, with my remaining 100, I bought the GMMK, which is the uh, Glorious Modular Mechanical Keyboard by the Glorious PC Gaming Race brand. That's a real brand. They have like, it's not the zero punctuation PC Master Race guy. It's like an artist rendition that's like way more detailed of that guy. That's their logo. Oh, okay. Right? I get you. Yeah. And, um, it's basically a, a keyboard. It's a mechanical keyboard, but there's no switches in it. It's just the PCB, which is hot swappable, and the the metal outside, and obviously the cable, right? And then I bought the switches to put in it, right? I picked them out myself. They're they're Gatrion Silvers, 
and I'm going to assemble this keyboard myself. It's going to be a very spiritual experience. I'm actually very excited <laughs> to uh, assemble my own keyboard. The only thing I don't have is the keycaps. I'll buy those next paycheck. Oh, okay. I was going to say. Because the Switch. Kinda need I, I kind of need those. Important. Yeah. I mean, I could take my Quickfire, my Quickfire Rapid. I could take the keys off this just to use the new board. Yeah. Um, it's also, it's a 60% board. So there's no F keys. It's just number line, the QWERTY line, the ASDF line, and the two. How do you under. live without F keys? When's the last time you used an F key? All the time. Literally all the to time. To do what? I shit bound to them in video games. Oh my God. I mean, Minecraft has a ton of shit bound to them, but. Hydro's taunting me in the chat with his, his C2 Chi Chi. I don't even have Chi Chi. Yeah. Motherfucker. See, it, it sucks <laughs> because I don't have a Chi Chi either. Uh, I also have uh, I have something else, though. I have a C6 Chong Yun, which is pretty exciting. That is an Elgato. Ooh. You're not using it right now, obviously. No, I, I wanted to, but I overslept. Um, also may have... Uh, I, 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 okay, I'll, I'll explain. Sure, I've been addicted to Minecraft, but <laughs> I also happen to get a lot of insomnia because I've been doing a lot more than I normally would be over the holiday season. Uh, help my mom bake, helping her with like uh, a, a little bit with presents, not a whole lot. I, I didn't realize she was doing it. I missed missed out on that. It was whatever. But yeah, I just like running around doing a lot of shit. Um, so I just didn't get much time to sleep because she's up until like eight in the morning mm. now. So she she doesn't sleep. So the only time I could help her was like 3 a.m. onwards. Damn. Uh, so yeah, I have a... <laughs> I, I, I slept through the, the time I had, I had slated to set it up. I got I got all the accessories for it, too. It should be... Damn. It's going to be a real nice... Uh, Stream mic. Setup, because mm -hmm. this is okay. It's good, but it's... What kind of microphone do you have? It's old. Uh, it's, it's a Blue Yeti. It's the, mm. the, the quote-unquote intro to, to studio mics. And it's analog, right? Like, a, do you have it like hooked up to your, like a DAC or just straight to your computer? It's straight to my computer with a, with the uh, through USB. Oh, it's USB. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah. This one I think is USB as well, but uh... should be actually. It might be both. Like, it might have an adapter. Yeah, because I, I feel like most companies nowadays try to use USB because sound cards are fucking non-existent. I do have a soundboard that I could grab but i don't really know how to use it mm. um it's a hand-me-down from a friend of mine that used to do all that shit yeah i um, i'm mad because you know this microphone's fucking great the, the quadcast from HyperX, but like uh yeah. the new version of it has rgb lights on it this one only does red mm. i kind of want the new one because i HyperX is a great is a great brand but um i'm not and, and red is my favorite color but i'm not too keen on uh red lights the only lights. <laughs> so, uh, what else did you have? Having Darth his lightsaber next to your face is kind of dangerous, too. Did you get any other Elgato goodness? Uh, no. I mean, I got a green screen now. Ooh. I have no idea how the fuck I'm going to set that up. Ooh, I'm excited. Uh, my sister has a clothing rack that she uses downstairs, and she's like, fuck it, take it apart. It's all yours. I'm like, oh, okay. And then she's like, yeah, here's a green screen for Christmas. Dude, green screens like, are cool. Oh, okay. You should totally use that. That sounds awesome. I don't know if my camera can chroma key, though. I might need to go and buy myself a new webcam. I thought it was a, a OBS thing. 
It is, but I'm pretty certain you need like a certain like quality. So mm. um, this camera doesn't even do autofocus anymore. Uh, it would help if I fucking aimed my hand correctly. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. doesn't even do any like actual focusing. I mean, the background a little bit, but like mm. this camera's like worse than my last one. The only shitty thing is my last one broke. <laughs> oh yeah, just, that reminds me. Like, um, an- the other another gift I got was a new webcam, but it's not as good as this one, so I ended up not using it. But I have the the his and hers desk in the office room. You just can't see it because, you know, my computer's in the way. But on the other side of my computer is Destiny's desk. And I I put the camera on her desk. And she said that we can keep the laptop. Like, she's currently on a laptop hooked up to a nice keyboard and monitor. Um, She doesn't really need a whole PC. I mean, we have the matching case when it's time. But she's like, I want a home lab more than I want this. And I was like, okay, we're going to do that. Uh, she's especially interested in a NAS, which I could buy an appliance for that, and I might, just because it's easy. A NAS is a network-attached network, network attached storage. It's like, imagine having, like, a Google Drive in your house, and you don't, yeah. you don't have to pay for it. I mean, you you, buy, you build it. You pay for that. But, like, there's no monthly bullshit, and it's as big as I want it to be because I put the hard drives in myself. But um, we have Is lo- that the one that comes with, like, the locked door? Th- there's so many. There, there are many kinds. Some of them do. I was going to say, uh, uh, a creator I really fucking like for Dark Souls stuff sh- showed a video of how he makes videos. Mm-hmm. And he, like, had this little tiny little peg key that he stuck in. opened it up to, like, 30 fucking SSDs. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Damn. I know I know. recording video it takes a lot of space. but Oh, you know damn. what? It's, it's the date of redundancy, though. Because those discs are probably in, like, a RAID 5. So, like, Uh-oh. that's a... So the the RAID, it's, it's an acronym. I forget what it fucking stands for. There's a RAID 1, 2, 3, 5. Um, they all mean different shit. Like RAID 1, it's like your computer sees one hard drive, but it's actually two disks with the same shit on both. You, make a, you save a file to it, and it goes to both disks. So if one breaks, the other one still works. You can't use it because it doesn't work without both, but the data's fine. That's fair. You can recover it. RAID 5, one disk is like three disks, and there's like... Every other block is like a recovery partition, uh, so that takes up some of the oh, space. A, I, I'm doing that with with my own hard drive at the moment. Right, that that's <laughs> a little uh, different. I'm sick and tired of my backups fucking corrupting when my computer uses shit. Yeah, what your computer is using is, is a little different. This requires yeah. many disks to make it happen, but it's super redundant. And if you lose a disk, that system doesn't go down. So that's really popular in like enterprise environments uh, that you know they like serve customers like websites and stuff, right? So, because if you lose a disk, you can have your sysadmin go fucking replace it, and your website never goes down. Because as soon as you replace it with a good disk, the RAID 5 controller is like, ah, use these recovery things to populate this disk, and then start using it. And then it's it's all fucking automated. It's really nice, right? So, that guy with that video tutorial, he's probably got something like that going on, and he's probably never lost his data. And he's probably got terabytes upon terabytes of videos from days past that he doesn't want to get rid of. Yeah. That, I mean, having footage helps too right in case he ever has to do also something. if content creation is your fucking career then you should probably have something like that right because that's kind of yeah. your whole uh you know body of work you know like i mean if i made money through youtube i would totally 100 percent invest in shit like that absolutely yeah i mean i did invest in it i don't know where it is right now i have a, a external that we used uh exclusively for video content i made like this big 30 minute montage of playing like the old daisy servers and the fucking thing corrupted Retro. <laughs> it fucking corrupted. And maybe if I had a raid, that wouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, anyway. 
I just brought all this shit up because I got a keyboard coming in the mail and I'm hoping for the spiritual experience of putting it together. But I, I want to move on to our next topic on the agenda. So I, I mentioned this thing earlier. The Razor Kishi. It's in the other room. I'm not going to go get it. But it's like um, it, it's like really tiny and then I should just go get it. You know what? I'll be right back. Run. Run. Dylan did get sucked into a black hole. That is exactly what happened there. Uh, in case anyone was curious. I don't have the chat up right now. I feel bad. Um, I don't think Dylan linked it either shit. <laughs> well, hi, 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 everybody. I hope everyone's doing okay. It is eerily quiet. No, oh, there he is. All right. Oh. Hydro asks, do you see this, Vic? And I'm guessing you're not looking at the chat. <laughs> no, I don't have it up. I literally, literally, it's funny. I literally said, like, I feel bad. I don't have the chat up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I fucking move this shit back. So this is the Razer Kishi. It's very tiny. It's got all the same buttons as you'd find on an Xbox, like regular, like original. I, I don't remember the other ones. I didn't ever had them. Like there's, um, you got two triggers, two bumpers, which I guess would be like your white and black. And then you have, you know, the joysticks are in the Xbox configuration. There's one up here, one up here. The lighting is so bad. I can barely, there we go. Joysticks in the Xbox positions buttons in the xbox positions and it's the same like letters too um and then the d-pad and there's an xbox button here there's a a a hamburger bar here that's the three lines you see in android all the time um that's what that button i mean that's what that's called by the way it's called hamburger uh really oh i I got that on my playstation controller as well a hamburger menu button yeah it's hard to see it's hard to see i can't tell but yeah, if you're ever yeah, in an so if you're ever in an Android app and you see like three bars and it's like an options menu, it's called the hamburger menu. That's a it's a design thing. And then there's a <laughs> there's a two squares here. It's very American of them. This is basically the back button, and then this usually doubles as a start button, but it also controls your phone. So here here's the thing: it's a controller. There's these little tabs on the back. You pop them open, which pops this thing up like this, and then it comes apart like that. Right, so oh, shit. I plug my phone in here. This is USB-C, right? Because I have a modern phone, a Galaxy S9. It's like two years old now, probably three at this point. And then you basically... I mean, it still runs the game. Mine can't. Fuck. Right, so I, I plug it in to the port, and then I just kind of stretch this over because it's a little stretchy. Yeah. So I stretch it to size and clamp it down, and then I have basically a little controller with my phone and then of course i had to try um i had to try um steam link which is an app that allows you to remote control your computer through the steam application which allows me to basically play any game on my computer that supports a controller or sort of supports a controller as well as non-steam games that definitely don't support a controller i tried to get genshin impact working i uh failed but I have some next steps that might work. I'll give you an update next time if that really works. Because um, 
but the problem is it's not really worth it because Genshin Impact has a phone version and I can use my other controller for that, which I don't have with me. I should have grabbed that too, but it, it's like a regular Bluetooth that flips up, but it's not new enough for, for xCloud. So I also subscribe to xCloud, uh, which is the Game Pass Ultimate thing. Uh, and then to my absolute surprise, there wasn't any lag. It worked flawlessly. I played Halo. I tried Code Vein because Dark Souls isn't on there. And I'm like, what's an action game that has like the input lag fucks you? Code Vein worked like magic. And then I just, Oh, sure. Yeah. Like there was, well, I have like 300 megabit per second internet, right? And I was playing uh, right, I, I was playing right next to the Wi-Fi access point on the couch. Uh, <laughs> right. That probably had something to do with it. But uh, xCloud, surprisingly, didn't have any problems. And then um, I forget what else I tried. Um, oh, yeah, Killer Instinct. I was like, let's try a fighting game. Uh, because button inputs really matter for those. No discernible lag. Like, I thought this was going to be Google Stadia all over again. But then I looked at content creators on YouTube that do cloud gaming. with They're a very rare breed, apparently. Because uh, a lot of people don't give a shit about cloud gaming right now. But uh, there's some people that do, and they still try shit out on the Stadia. That's how we found out Cyberpunk runs really well on Stadia. <laughs> That's kind of funny. It's ironic. See, everyone should really care about cloud gaming. As much as I don't like cloud computing, like, not that I hate it as a technology or like a forward-thinking thing. I just I hate when something is new, brand new, cool, and useful but it's not quite there yet. Like wireless yeah. technology 10 years ago. It's like, fuck, stop using it. Perfect it. Then we can use it. Mm-hmm. But, um, and clouds, I mean, clouds are a lot better nowadays, but yeah, I'm a little biased because I work in cloud hosting. So I have like this insider perspective of like how fast things develop there. Um, and Stadia, that was almost a year ago or maybe that was more than a year ago. Right. It's already flopped and been reborn as Stadia pro a totally different service that probably i know (laughs) just cut losses i know but they didn't and every recent video about stadia i can find suggests that if you have an internet connection stable like mine with no data cap it works as good as xcloud i haven't confirmed this for myself but apparently all the stuff they complained about at launch is uh not really an issue anymore so i've been told uh maybe i'll get a free trial and try it myself because cloud gaming is super accessible to me because you know sure i i'm I'm playing single player games and i'm not playing online i could play online that's the thing like i could have took master chief collection i could have tried it online right i didn't right but i played through a level in like halo 2 because i love that one (laughs) and it was flawless and um it, it for the same reason I explained that I really like Genshin Impact, it's like it allows me to play in the living room, not in this isolated computer room that I love and also work in, right? It allows me to basically, you know, spend more time out in the living room. I can play video games when there's a quiet moment, when the kids are awake still, because they're still too young to really leave alone, right? The day yeah. will come that they'll just play video games with me, but they're too young, right? My oldest is three <laughs> and a half. He's not old enough. He's just not there yet. Really? Yeah, I, I still think that it's important for these companies to exist, though. Even if mm-hmm. I don't think, I, I, I'm, I'm skeptical. I don't, I don't know if I if I believe Stadia is is there yet, but mm-hmm. I'll have to see it to believe it. I suppose. Yeah. Well, I can but confirm. I can confirm that XCloud is there. Like, I oh, had, okay. I That's had good. zero problems with XCloud. I have subscribed to Game Pass Ultimate. 
they have quite the selection of cloud-capable games, some of which make sense, some of which probably don't because you're still on a controller or touch controls, heaven forbid. Um, Steam Link also works pretty good. If you're not familiar with the app Steam Link, uh, the game runs on your computer. Your computer must be turned on. You're not using it otherwise. And you connect to it over your home network, which your home network is probably blazing fast uh, because there's no internet bottleneck. It's like, like so if yep. you have Cat Five E cables doing everything, and then your Wi-Fi router is modern, you're probably gonna my, have my a microwave very, would yeah. like to would like to beg to differ, but that's because you're on 2.4 gigahertz Wi-Fi, which is dumb and God, I and hate bad. it so much. It's, I mean, I think we have like three. The other four, the other one is we, five. we don't have a cable of the of the mm. new shit, anyways. So. Your Wi-Fi, it's either 2.4 gigahertz, which is interrupted by microwaves, or it's 5 gigahertz, which doesn't go very far, but it's real fucking fast. And oh, oh, there's only two? I thought there was more than that. Uh, if There there is, but they're not popular, and they're not worth talking about. Oh, okay, because I was looking it out. I was doing doing some digging, because my PS5 wouldn't work, and mm-hmm. I was like, motherfucker. Um, it still doesn't work that great. I, I yeah. do, we, we need to upgrade, or I need to get a hard wire or something. I'm, I'm looking into it, but... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was like, and it was like everyone's talking about all these other ones. I was like, oh, okay, fuck. Why doesn't Why doesn't PlayStation use yeah. these? I'd recommend getting like a a satellite uh, solution, like uh, an Orbi, which is a Netgear device. That's what I have. So with an Orbi, it's your Wi-Fi router, but then you get these things that plug into your power outlets that boost the signal in that area. So I, you can have one at opposite ends of the house. You can have one in your room, and then okay. that will effectively be your source of Wi-Fi, not the far away actual router. And it will work way fucking better. And since you're close enough to support 5 gigahertz, you will probably maintain that 5 gigahertz connection, not falling back to the 2.4 gigahertz connection. And that would allow all your shit to work way fucking better over Wi-Fi. Um, I'm going to look that up right now. Yeah. <laughs> Here. What is it called? An Orbi? Uh, let, me, let me type it into the chat, and then you can look into it later. Um, You can look at that later. So, um, okay. that's all I wanted to bring up. It was on the agenda. It's like, I got a Razer Kishi. I mostly bought it on impulse because I was like, what am I going to buy with this $100 Amazon gift card? I go to fucking Best Buy and there's the Razer Kishi staring me in the face like, oh, you're on sale. You're not Amazon. Bought it anyway. Yeah, so, basically. So, that, so that's like, I was like, now what am I going to spend it on? Fuck it. If you're already <laughs> using something like that and you can get a better version of it, why not? And Razer, I used to hate on them a lot, mm-hmm. but they've been a pretty decent company in in recent years. So I, I could tell by the headphones. Uh, ha, ha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, these are durable fucking headphones for being. I mean, they're not. It's not like full on metal. Like there's some. Like this is uh, what's that? Like weird, like foamy mm-hmm. plastic. Uh, this is obviously that earphone. Uh, this this right here is metal. Um, this is the padding stuff. Obviously, mm-hmm. this here is metal. This is hard plastic, um, and I think this is hard plastic as well. Mm. But it hasn't shattered or broken like my all my Logitech headsets have. So Logitech can't catch a break. Logitech's been a real shitty company lately, and a lot of people have not been giving them any shit. Mm. But I, I mean, it's in part Windows's fault, but they're not willing to work with Windows in any capacity to fix their fucking surround sound headsets. Mm-hmm. Razer built their own fucking program for it. I don't need to worry about Windows mm-hmm. anymore. I'm not one to talk. My keyboard currently is literally a Cooler Master keyboard. Did you know they make keyboards? They do. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, my, my case is Cooler Master. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, Cooler Master is a popular brand, but not for keyboards. <laughs> um, I, I guess that's fair. I, I knew they did just because I've been on their site before. But yeah, this, this is uh, it's blue cherry switches. Uh, it's like super, super loud. But um, the problem is, is that I'm missing some stabilizers. So on the longer buttons, like the enter key, the space bar, right? All the times I've pulled the keycaps off to clean the board because it's the keys are recessed into a bay. Like, you see this, like, lip here? It goes yeah. all the way around, and it's between the F keys and the rest of the keys. And it's, like, like a, a divot where the keys sit. So I can't, like, get a can of air and, and push it out because it's, like, they're they're inside. Oh, I hate yeah, that. I, I absolutely hate that. And my next board mine does not has, have that. Mine has spacing. But the issue is is that it, the keycaps don't come off very well or very nicely. Uh, on my Logitech keyboard, because it's you're not meant to take them off. You void warranty if I take keycaps off. That's disgusting. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's fucking horrible. And someone else is like, no, no, that's not right. I literally called them up. I'm like, hey, listen, I have a problem. I can fucking fix it myself. Am I allowed to do this? And they're like, no, that voids warranty. So maybe support lied to me, but that's what they told me. So maybe the Canadian support is different. Maybe they treat you different. Maybe I don't maybe. know. I don't know, man. Uh, but yeah, so the the next keyboard, it's like all flat, and the keys are like the the switches raise above the bottom of the of the base, and then the keycaps on top. So I'll have I'll be able to just do this maneuver and fucking dust <laughs> it out. This one I can't because it all catches on the fucking edge. I can't do it that way. It's really annoying. Um, anyway, so definitely a design flaw. So I got the Razer Kishi, and then I, that's when I was like, well, what am I going to get with this gift card now? Keyboard, right? I I talked about it <laughs> months before. I was like, I kind of want to make my own keyboard. I started going down the mechanical keyboard wrap. I already had a mechanical keyboard, but making one myself with a, with a kit of, here, put it together yourself. Pick your switches out, because you're going to buy them separate. <laughs> that was the rabbit hole I went down, and I'm finally doing it, which is fucking great. So I leave Best Buy. I happen to also buy a magnet set for my son because he likes magnets, like the ones you build like houses out of, right? Oh, okay. But yeah, they were the wrong... He's going to be a scientist when he's older, dude. I know. He loves putting shit together. It ended up being the wrong kind of magnets because he already had a set and it wasn't the same kind, so we did return them. Uh, however, before we did that, I had to return the Razor Kishi because I got home. I unsealed the box. I fucking... I opened it, and it was empty like this. Like, this is what it looked... It was empty when I opened it after I unsealed it. And I, I went back same day. I'm like, yo, you're not going to believe this. I unsealed this box, opened it, and there was nothing inside. And they were like, well, okay. And they exchanged it. No hassle. Well, at least they didn't oh, fuck you. Props to Best Buy. I thought I was out 79 bucks. Turns out they were legit. I mean... Does that mean someone stole it, or did they keep it under the cupboard and they just fucking forgot? Sounds like because uh, I picked it off the shelf, right? So it sounds like somebody yeah. uh, unsealed it. Maybe someone who works at Best Buy stole the controller, put it back in, used the little seal stickers because they were off center, right? Um, the stickers, which I thought was weird. Um, that box was fucking empty, and I should have noticed because the box was really light. But I, I just thought they were. It was a light controller because my Ipega Demon Z is very lightweight. Right. Yeah. That controller doesn't weigh anything, but you put your phone in it and you hold it like it has a flip up clip built into it. And that makes it heavy when you put your phone in. So it made sense that that wasn't very heavy. Right. Because you don't want it to be because it's perfect with the phone inside. So hmm. 
I thought it was the same case with that, and I just didn't even question it. The fucking That's shitty. the box is fucking empty. I went back and they, there was no hassle. So, oh, at least Best Buy like was cool about it. At least that the, they had the decency to at least give me that. <sighs> anyway, let's please let's breeze through this agenda. We've been going for about almost an hour. Damn, uh, we're, we're making good time. You know, the the hour and a half episodes is like the sweet spot. It's the, it's those two and a half hour ones that are really killer. But I'm not editing them anymore anyway. So. <laughs> Uh, so Genshin Impact, there was an event and I fucking went the distance. I had, I did almost the entire thing on my phone because I really wanted to do it and it was time limited, right? I mean, we had plenty of time to do it and the actual tasks to do the event were very easy, but what was your take on the new stuff? Like it was so event aside, just like the new content, just the whole 1.2. Yeah. So good. Like, it's only like 10, 12 hours of content, give or take, mm-hmm. excluding the event. Um, and the story's kind of abrupt because it leads into the event, which I think is going to be maybe to their detriment. I'm actually not certain how mm-hmm. they're going to handle that in the future. Um, I'm On one hand, I'm a little sad that I can't like go and check because I feel like future players, that might be kind of a bad spot in the game. But, but otherwise, as it is at the moment, it's really fun, really good. The, mm-hmm. the, the mountain is huge. It's one zone comparatively to like the rest of the map, right? Like each uh, each region has like four or five zones, um, and they're huge. Well, Dragon Spine is literally one mm-hmm. one zone, um, not even a, not even a region. And it, but if it feels like they gave us like three regions, it's so huge. It's, it's so packed. Mm-hmm. There's so much shit to do. There's new yeah. types of events. Uh, that they added in, uh, like uh, running around map stuff, um, a whole new mechanic to, to doing certain things uh-huh. that like your your characters are vehicles for. So there's just so much shit, and I, I, to think that if this is what future content looks like, what are the new regions going to look like? What are these new big propagated areas that they're going to like throw at us? I'm I'm so excited. There's there's so much shit they could do. Yeah, they're um, definitely not afraid of trying shit out. And if Dragon Spine flops, also harder. Yeah, they, Dragon Spine is actually a lot harder to play in than yeah. uh, the rest of the game, which is nice. I want the game to get more difficult as it goes. Mm-hmm. Me too. Honkai, their previous game was mind-numbingly difficult at, at a point. Like mm-hmm. it, it felt like you're playing Dark Souls and Devil May Cry put together. <laughs> yeah, it was pain, but it, it was fun. It was good. It, it felt. Uh, challenging and rewarding when you did things. Yeah, and I think that that's something Mahoyo is good at. So I'm hoping uh, well, the event. The event though, it's pretty good. Story wise, mm-hmm. I think the, the the new story comes out. I think there's like there's still one quest left that we haven't done yet. No, no, uh, the, the we, event is a four parter. All four parts are out. Yeah, but they do a they do a, a fifth quest afterwards. They did it for the fish event as well. Oh, they did. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I skipped the. It fish was a event. Good, I regret doing that. But I skipped. It's Fischl. just such a good event. She even breaks character at a, at a point. They did a good mm-hmm. job of that. Yeah, official is the, the uh, event itself was kind of lame. It was just kill some monsters for, for the viewers that uh, that don't play Genshin. Official is a, a character who is like a shut in and reads lots of books and kind of believes some shit about herself that isn't true. Uh, and she's t- very German. If, if you're wondering what the hell is up with her name, I think her real name is Amy. Yeah. So she Something like she's that, very yeah. delusional, <laughs> uh, but it's like endearing. <laughs> And I, it's actually surprisingly well done comparatively to like 
other anime tropes. I wasn't really surprised. I feel bad for skipping her event because I was trying to grind through um, Adventure Rank to finish the story quest because I had Zong Li. I really like Zong Li. Had not yet met Zong Li in the story. And I felt kind of bad for it. I was like, how far are you right now? I'm AR 39. I, I am caught up with the story. I have defeated child delusion form, like in the story. Okay. But have you gone to Salteray yet? Who? Salteray. It's the Northeastern part of, uh, Liwe. Like what story part is it? It, 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 it's for, it's for Zhongli. Oh no, I haven't done the story, story, story for Zhongli. Like, Oh, okay. okay. I actually didn't know how that mechanic worked. Good. So the mechanic of, oh, do eight uh, commissions and then you can do, you get a key and you can unlock one of the story arcs. I didn't know that. And so I um, oh. never claimed any keys until I found it today. I already had one key that I didn't know I claimed, probably when the tutorial told me about it. They, they give you one for free, yeah. Yeah, so I have two. I used one to get Klee. And then, so I'm going to do Klee's story. I'm hoping they're long because I, I do my commissions every day. So eight commissions, that's two days of dailies. That's not very long, right? I no, will no, no. I will catch up, but um, did, I did you do Venti's story? No, he's the second one. I have to do Cleese first. He, oh, I couldn't remember which one he was. Uh-huh. That's a good one too. They, the character stories are really well done. I think Mona's is the only one that's kind of like it, like leads off on like a weird cliffhanger that they kind of revisit for Fish's story, but really not. Uh-huh. It, it just it felt really abrupt, and like they were just throwing it in because they everyone likes Mona as a character. Everyone just her, uh, simp's for Mona. Her her character. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's seen her, her character, her very her, uh, round. Her, her uh, plot. Yeah. Her plot and her character development. <laughs> she has very deep character development. Oh, but Actually, uh... <laughs> I'm surprised that they even made her like more than just that. Uh, I, I was at least surprised with that part, but I was low key. She's the only um... character in the game that really has sex appeal in all fairness. Yeah. All the other characters don't really, nothing I think about them. Ed. Yeah. It's like they're attractive because they're, they're designed to be attractive, but they're not like dressed like a hooker. <laughs> yeah yeah you're not running into battle you know with like triple f sized breasts and a fucking mm-hmm. bikini or anything like that this is not dead or alive by any means yeah also mona mona's like kind of flat chested compared to some of the girls it's, it's the ass that everyone cares it's surprisingly about. yeah that, mm-hmm. that's a a real surprising combination so what did you think of rosaria when you met her in the plot what did you think uh, of her plot I'm- interested <laughs> like, that, that that's a question in and of itself for the story is like who the fuck is she why is there like we i don't think she's necessarily an assassin but like she's got like that spy element going on it's like what the fuck does the church have going on do they need spies right because we i mean we know that the knights of favonius are not working in their actual capacity at the moment right like the actual grandmaster and a, like a large chunk of the force are just gone mm often in an expedition or something, right? So, basically, Monsat's being cared for by Deluc in the Shadows, um, the Adventurers Guild, and, like, the D team for the mm. Knights of Favonius. Right, led by Jean, and they are the D team. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Jean is good, but the rest mm. of them are the D team. Um, yeah. Though, uh, the new the new cryo set makes Kaya pretty, pretty beefy, I heard. Oh, my God, it really does. He... If you have a full constellation Kaya, full built with just this set on him, he will fucking destroy everything. It is it's insane. I I don't even know how they thought that this was a, a good set to release to the game. It's so busted. <laughs> it's so strong. Forty percent crit just for freezing someone. So you stun them, and then you do all their health. 
That makes sense. Let's, let's they found right. a way to make Kaya viable, guys. This is it. Uh, <laughs> that's okay. I, I'm I'm happy that they're making the free to play characters more viable. Like Amber's not Me really too. viable until you get her C one, which I'm very fortunate to have, and her C one is lovely. But like, she's still not like it. Still, it feels like a handicap playing her sometimes. I mean, new event. She's like the most busted character. Oh, I know, because ranged fire. It's great. But yeah, like. I, I just figured even the loot uh, struggles with this boss, but she doesn't. I know because I had to get carried. <laughs> I had to go into co-op to beat this fucking boss. Same. I, I, I do too. And like, I never do but that's that. Just I'm using Bennett. So <laughs> like, I never do co-op for any of the domains. I've always been solo, right? I've always been about bringing up the whole team so I can do it solo because I, I play on my phone. I need to be able to pause the game, right? That's super valuable to me being able to pause the game and not die. Cause sometimes I got to put my phone down and go do something. So can't do that in co-op so uh getting through the event was actually quite the challenge because i had to like basically find a good party and then do as many as they will tolerate uh many runs as they would tolerate with yep. a good team because uh i'm the one that's gonna drop on them early <laughs> and yeah i got really lucky we had a team that was doing like sub a minute runs our our, our fastest run was 48 seconds hydro in the chat asks would Klee be fine i mean for this event basically it's a beefed up uh cryo regisvine that's like way stronger than the other cryo regisvine with new attacks and he's uh, got like a huge ass set of new moves including one uh, where he freezes the entire arena and kills everyone that's not inside a protective shield kind of like the geo hypostasis if you remember that fight and how you can it break fucks it. you so hard and so quick it is if you do not do boss mechanics, you die. I love how I, I queue for co-op and it joins me into a game in progress. And, and it, in, you're dying. I'm yeah. in the field and it kills me instantly. So yeah, Klee's fine. Like, what makes Amber good is that you can get into that shield during that phase and you can weaken the thing in its face that makes it kill over. Um, don't break it, just weaken it really good. So that way when the phase is over and all your DPS carries come out, like d Luke can just like smash it in one hit and and alt it, and we can burst the flower to death. Uh, Klee yeah, could kind Klee, of do Klee's that. Klee's a lot better than Deluke, but yeah. Amber just does yeah. wonders. And that, that's, I mean, like, you can you can one-phase it if you have, like, the right comp, the right mm -hmm. team. I did, there's an like, achievement yeah, for that, actually. But, Beat it in 300 seconds, which is uh, basically one or two-phasing it. And uh, I did get that. That was awesome. Yeah. It wasn't because of me. All I did was show up with Kaching and just, like, slice it. Because that's all I have. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that works. That, that honestly works. So Mike Ching slaps. Like I, um, the artifact set is nothing to write home about. But they're purple and they're strong and they're the right stats. So that's um, it's carrying. That's all you can my... ask for at the time at, at your point in the game. Yeah, so. like AR forty is the next rank. I artifact farming for sets isn't even worth it until AR forty because it's not even guaranteed every resin drop. Yeah. So here I am farming out fucking water for child because. Right now, the set I have contradicts his weapon. Mm -hmm. um, but if I get that water set, like even though I don't think it's that great, like it's good. But there, there was some downtime between the buffs. It's still going to be a net gain from what I'm currently using. Nice. I just need to have actually good um, artifacts, which I just have not been getting any. I got a couple of good ice ones, but yeah. Well, that's Genshin. It was on the agenda. Probably should move swiftly along. I mean, I love talking about Genshin, but I'm pretty sure most of our audience doesn't care. I swear. We, we could probably, we, we could talk for like, a, I know. Yeah, we could do like three whole podcasts in a row, just Genshin. I'm telling probably. you, Genshin is funner than it looks. 
it's not as exploitive as it looks, but it is still a gambling machine. But and I mean, it it has that mobile gotcha going, mm-hmm. but you don't need to interact with it. I mean, if you got a gambling problem, sure, steer fucking clear. I, I'll never, you know, push this game on anyone. Mm-hmm. But if it sounds fun and you're worried, don't be. Just yeah. fucking give it a shot. It's free. They finally got me with a gotcha game by making a good fucking game on top of a gotcha system. Who would have yeah, fucking really, guessed? That's- who would have thought? I know. All they needed to do was make a good game, guys. Oh, man. Now they just need to upgrade it to be Honkai standards of combat, and uh, mm-hmm. it'll be probably, like, the greatest mobile game of all time. It's so wild. I mean, I never thought I would be talking about mobile gaming in general with such a high esteem, because I always thought mobile gaming Me was either. And- I mean, you remember what I used to do when I... The first time I got a phone that could even run fucking games, the first thing I think was got, got a girlfriend simulator to fuck around with. Right. Because I thought that was hilarious. I was like, why people actually play this shit on their phone? And now I literally, every once in a while, I'd like fire up a new mobile game. Right. I, I think Genshin's going to tear me away from everything at this point. But mm-hmm. Yeah, and like I have xCloud on my phone now, and then I might I might dabble in GeForce now or with um, Shadow, which is like a third-party, totally independent streaming service, not yep. owned by Google or Microsoft. Um, and, you know, they all have their own collection of games. Right. So it's like picking a streaming service like Netflix. Right. It's like, well, which ones does this have? Which ones does this have? Right now, xCloud has all the Microsoft games that matter. And um, I'm still planning on getting a Xbox Series X, mostly so I can install emulators on it, Uh, but also because it has a disk drive and any old Xbox game will work. So I'm going to like go to the thrift store and get like the original Star Wars Battlefront 2 and a bunch of good shit that was really good. Because it works like magic. I've seen YouTube videos. It fucking works. You just put the disc in and it's fine. Like, fucking, I really wish Sony would have did that. I have a huge box full of old Sony games that I can't. Yeah, honestly. And I mean, like, PlayStation 3 just became really accessible for emulation, too. So it it was perfect fucking timing for them to just drop that for the PS5. Mm -hmm. It would have killed, it would have killed the, uh, well, not not right away, but it would have eventually killed people doing it illegally. Mm-hmm. And people would have just been like playing their fucking games on the PlayStation Five, and the, and don't and you can't tell me that it can't fucking handle it. It definitely can handle yeah. it. I just want to play sixty frames four mm-hmm. K off this thing, and I can't do that with my own computer. It can fucking handle it. I I just want to play fucking Tenchu Two. I mean, I can't do that on my computer, but it's on a console yeah. with my kids. I mean, well, Tenchu Two is very violent, maybe not for kids, but um... it's old enough you can get away with like calling it fucking ketchup i don't know sony wants to sell my childhood back to me i want to share my childhood with my kids so it's like you know oh yeah let's get the xbox series x let's emulate the original crash team racing though the remake is very good i will give it that speaking of which i i got the trilogy for free off the psn oh yeah they, that, that was one of the free games yeah hmm. i'm nice. pretty excited about that i'm gonna play that on stream at some point you should it's uh really fun uh the jumping mechanics from the third game were copy pasted over the second and first game, which makes the first yeah. game very hard to play. I'm excited for it, dude. I miss those games so much. I remember all those pretentious game journalists were like, "This is the Dark Souls of platforming, guys." It's like, I mean, no, it's just not quite right. It's no. a bug, but it's you can still beat it. Dark Souls <laughs> is the Crash Bandicoot of action adventure games. <laughs> uh, speaking of action, I am wearing the uh, the blue Stolly hoodie um because it's cold in here and i forgot to turn the heater on before the show um i don't know i wish i had merch yeah i only got a streamer merch that's all i got on the back it says i'm the devil which was the title track of the devil um album that he made so fucking great um 
Uh, you pointed something out to me the other day I wanted to talk about. Um, yeah. What, what was up with that? Why don't you uh, big, set the stage? Um, big sad days, dude. So It's all speculation. We don't actually know any all, of this. Right. Yeah, pre- preface, disclaimer, whatever word to use here. We don't know. All we have is a little bit to go on. Nobody's officially said anything. There's no statements. The only thing that we officially know is that Brett or... Uh, Blue Stolly. Blue, Blue Stolly. Uh, he no longer is with his, his label Fixed, which was run by Clayton, the guy behind Cell Dweller. Mm-hmm. Um, you've definitely heard their music, both right. of them. They're in a lot of video games, a lot of trailers mm-hmm. for movies. If right. you don't know their names, you definitely will recognize yeah. their music. Fixed is a great label uh, because um, basically the, the origin story behind Fixed is that Clayton from Cell Dweller, he, um, I say like it's a band, it's one guy. Uh, but this dude, he bounced around some shitty labels and had a bad experience with labels. So he made his own label and he signed on talent that sounds like him because he makes niche electronic rock music, which when he was first making it like 15 years ago, not popular. Right. No, it was not. Still it, it, kind I of loved not. It, yeah. But there was like only a handful of like people I knew that even fucking enjoyed it. Right. And then like even though Cell Dweller is really popular, you hear his music everywhere. I think bands like Machine Supremacy, which is also electronic rock and also a big favorite of mine, they were on Roadrunner with Killswitch Engage and bands like that. So they probably made yeah. way fucking more money than this indie label. But indie labels are good because um while they make less money the artists on them supposedly make a bigger cut of the money because they only have like five people on staff or some shit. Right. Whereas, you know, labels that serve the pop artists like fucking Taylor Swift and shit, they, um, they have like a a bunch of employees that make salaries and like the artists make very little. They're, they're, they're hired on instead of being like partnered. Right. So, so fix is a label, uh, you know, propelled cell dweller's career he signed on similar talent like brett bustali who was definitely their second best artist and most popular besides cell dweller himself and also the other bands that clayton made like circle of dust which was uh, scandroid and scandroid so he made scandroid because he liked 80s synth pop and then he didn't know there was a community for synthwave that was already around and then his music became as scandroid became very popular and he didn't expect it so he made more and then uh with circle of dust that was his old band before he became cell dweller which was owned by the previous label that he worked with, which was some like Christian like label. He explained it in a video. He's like, it's not about religion. They were just the only people who would hire me. Right. Um, and they were very scummy and, um, could have fooled him that they were religious. Who could have have seen this coming? Right. So Um, he eventually bought the rights back for a large sum of money. Um, and then he remastered all of his old stuff as circle of dust, which was really fucking cool of him to do. And he seems like an upstanding guy, but, you know, Victim, you found some dirt. I did. Uh, so, the, the the word, the speculation, if you will, is that uh, they had a falling out. And the basically, the ba- like, I, I can't show everyone. You guys can do your own digging if you'd like, if you really care. But apparently, he uh, not only was fired... like pushed out they like put his shit on sale after he even kicked out um they took some of his merch off the site um like like this that i'm wearing you can't buy this anymore yeah they they even did some other things too where like um some other people that worked at the company that are i don't don't know if they're still there or or what i'm assuming not considering it's all public now um they were like talking about how like shitty person clayton was to how to work under to work around 
Uh, some intern dude was talking about it too. Yeah, there was like um, a. You showed me a screenshot dump of a, like a, a conversation between an intern and the other guy that leads Fix. So there's Clayton. There's this other guy doesn't make music. He just helps run the business. I forget his name. I think it was James or something. Right. Yeah, he he used to be one of the dudes, uh, not in their videos, but like one of the voices in their videos. Right. So he's a big guy. Yeah. He's a big guy at Fixed, and so this angry intern sent a wall of text to this guy with a bunch of potentially untrue allegations, and then he turned around and said, "Here's my proof, guys." Really, it was just, you know, this intern being really mad that they're an intern. Also, interns don't get paid. Like that's the deal going in. Like. People intern to get experience so they can get a real job that no one would, would hire you without experience for. That's something you want to do. Yeah. It's a vehicle to break into an industry, right? It's not for everyone. I did not intern. A lot of people at colleges for computer scientists, they will say, you need to intern at places. And they're probably right. Um, the only reason I survived and have the career that I have is because I made a lot of friends in college. And one of them did the thing. And they got a job somewhere that was a real company. And then they were hiring and he's like, he referred me because he trusted me from our previous work together, right? Because we worked at the IT department at the college and we had a couple classes together, right? He trusted me. He recommended me. He got a fat referral bonus and I did really good at the job and I made more friends and I did it again and again, right? Like my career began by networking people, right? And if you are one, antisocial or two, uh, unfriendly, (laughs) then interning is your only way to break into the industry, right? Yeah, um, basically. Yeah, because you can't... People in the audio mixing industry can't do what I did. There's probably not enough jobs to do that, right? Um, oh, more than likely not. Yeah, so interning is even more important there. Like, uh, imagine those kids in Seattle. I forget what the name of the high school is, but they run a radio station, a real fucking ra- FCC-recognized radio station called KISW, right? Wait, was it that? No. C95. <laughs> Sorry, I'm thinking of a different station. It's like 89.5 is the is the number and it's um it's a techno like uh modern electronic music, right? They they play okay. all the the ravey techno shit that is really popular, but it isn't quite pop music and it's not quite techno, right? Like uh that and it's the stuff that gets a lot of airplay as well, like that fucking summertime sadness song, remember that? God, that fucking burns in my ears. Um they played shit like that, but the staff was like one radio guy that was full-time staff and a bunch of high school students. And they ran the radio show as professionals. And you know what? I bet a radio place that's hiring would totally hire one of those kids when they're 18. You know? Oh, more than likely, yeah. So that is a path, right? Whereas this intern who had a bad experience working for Clayton decided to basically make a bunch of claims like, oh, he's a narcissist. He's hard to work for. I mean, he kind of gives off narky vibes. Don't get me wrong. He does, right? Yeah, he has his moments. For and sure. he completely ceased his YouTube public-facing content creation after he had kids, which makes you wonder, like, the kids are probably keeping him. He had fucking twins, right? Like, I have two kids. Oh, yeah. They were born three years apart, right? Um, I had time to get used to it. Right. And these were his first kids. So like he, he has no experience parenting and he's probably having keeping his head above water. He's probably really stressed out. Right. But like the, the these pictures you sent me, like they had a bunch of allegations like he's mean to his kids. He yells. He's a bad dude. And then like, well, this is an angry intern. Like, yeah, I have a hard time taking their word at face value. But there was some real like heinous shit alleged here 
about how so it's very public that you know brett blue stolly his mom died that's actually on his about page on his website saying that he had yeah. a sort of like uh artistic transformation after his mom's death uh and he spent a lot of time caretaking for his mom before she died i remember i was i um followed him on snapchat and i remember he went on a lot of flights so like before his mom died, he was going from Detroit, where the Fix Studio is, where he lived and worked, uh, to L.A., where his mom lived, all the time. He was always going back and forth, all the time. And and on his website, it's very clear that you know he took care of his mom until you know the 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 end, and you know that fucking sucks. Um, yeah, it's also important to mention that she died of cancer uh, yeah. for a later thing that I'll mention. Yeah, so you know. He had a, a, a very um, arduous journey to where he is today. And at some point, he left the label. Um, he left the fixed label. Like, he released a couple songs. One was called Lakes of Flame. And another, there was another one. I forget. But there were supposed to be songs on his new album. That was mentioned in the, the things you sent me. Um, yeah, yeah. And they were supposed to be, like, big headliner tracks in his new album. They sounded like classic The Devil era, Blue Stolly, which was very high-energy, random genre blending right and uh those albums never came and then he went independent he got he has no label he just has a website he obviously learned a lot about the music trade in his time at fix because he has a very professional website and yes uh, he does actually it's really good he has, i'm surprised I, i'd yeah. say it's better than fix website yeah like not, not even like shade throwing like I, I think it's just good he has all new merch everything looks great you know he has everything that he had before independently and uh, I kind of want to buy some of his merch because as much as I love this coat, like I want to give him more money. <laughs> yeah. Because he also adopted Fixed streaming strategy because one of the things that made Fixed a different kind of record label was because they embraced streaming early on, right? Back when Spotify, oh, yeah. Spotify was like, is this legal? I'm not sure, right? You know, and, and people were really like hands off on streaming. Like, I don't get it. Before all the regulations, before all the norms, uh, it was still the norm to buy tracks on iTunes for a dollar. Like, Fixed was one of the first ones to say, yeah, put it all on there. Oh, and you can use it on Twitch, too. Like, you know, I mean, a, a very large subset of it. They, they made it very clear on their website. It's like, you can use this on Twitch. We will not DMCA you. If someone DMCAs you, they ain't us. And you should counter them. Like, that, they, they were very clear on that. I think Brett Blustali also is clear on that as well, but I haven't looked on his website. But uh, I, I think so, yeah. You can't buy physical copies of his music. Like, his new album... So he made a new album. It's actually three albums in one, but they're each ten tracks long, right? So it's like it, but they came out like within like a month of each other, like or within like half a month of each other. So it's, he's still he's still dropping some of them on his YouTube, actually. Yeah, like and he's making videos up for them. Like he had one music video produced with Fixed. Fucking shit posting too. I love it. It's so I good. Know. He, so he had a music video produced with Fixed, which is a proper music video. One of the only Fixed artists to even get a music video. That is highly produced. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I never thought about that. Everything else was lyric videos for everyone else. For everyone mm -hmm. else. And his lyric videos were the best. Like, they're mo the most produced. Um, except maybe Cell Dollars, because he owns the fucking company. And um, he started to basically make home movie quality music videos for his music that he made. And they're endearing. They're lovely. They're uh, fucking awesome. Like he made one of them was a bit controversial, but it was it was I thought it was a good video. Yeah, like they were all great, and um, each one of those albums is great. If you liked his earlier stuff where there was very little vocals, the first of the three albums, uh, I forget the name. They're named after metals. One's copper, one's obsidian. One, the other one, 
Quartz. Quartz. The first one's called yeah. Quartz. That one has very little singing in it at all. Um, the second one has a little bit more, and the third one has way more. So, depending on which era of Blue Stall you like, it's all there. Because he never, like, stopped, right? Like, he just is really scattered-brained, and it shows up in his music. It's like ADHD music. It's great. Um, it is. It's all really good, too. I, I, I listen to a, a large chunk of it. It's it's pretty good. Yeah, so I absolutely endorse his music. It sounds like Clayton might be a dick. Uh, it sounds yeah. like there might have been some bad blood there. I mean, there was some allegations. I think, I think that's the thing that uh, gets to me, too. Is like, and, 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 Again, there's no way to tell if it's true, but around the time that Brett was booted, um was when into the void was released uh when i saw the other songs where he the lyrics are suspiciously like targeted at like whether or not someone is malignant or benign which like, that's I, what I he just, actually really says like that's a lyric in the track and it's yeah like, and are just you, like are you making fun of his mom like like i i don't i'm i'm of the mind the benefit of the doubt and I just assume that he didn't mean it to be that fucking harmful. But if he did, if there's, if we ever find out later on down the road that Clayton really was making fun of his mom for dying of cancer, I don't know how you come back from that. Mm-hmm. That that would piss me off to the point that I don't even yeah. know if I can. Like, I'm I'm a big fan of separating art from artist, regardless of Clayton being a dickhead or solo or whatever. Um, so listen to his music. Mm-hmm. It's not going to change. If he produces good music, I'll listen to good music. Um, People have forgiven Kanye for way worse and still listen to his music. That's fair. (laughs) So it's just like, it's one of those moments that like, but like if I find out that he's making fun of his mom like that and and even the heat of the moment to produce a song like that. mm, I don't know. Timing, however, regardless of what he meant, timing, horrible. Yeah. Horrifically bad timing. Horrifically bad timing. It's like, I think um, I like to think positively, and I think then the the best case scenario that I think went down is I think Brett left the company on his own accord because I think he had deadlines. Because lab- I believe that too. I don't think he was fired. Labels do that, and he was taking care of his sick mom, and he knew um, that he wasn't going to meet these deadlines, and it probably wasn't going to happen. And he probably stepped down of his own accord, saying, "Hey, this is more important to me. I need to go do this." And they're probably still friends, and maybe they just don't publicly appear because Clayton doesn't create content anymore because he's a busy father, right? Yeah. Like his YouTube channel over the last couple years has been basically barren, right? There's a couple things on there. They're obviously produced by other people. He only appeared in like one of them, <laughs> right? So I still think they should probably release a statement and yeah. like clear the, clear the air. Even if it's just like a lie, like, no, no, we're totally still friends. But like, just cause a lot of fans are like on the fence and like, kind of like sitting in either camp. And it's just like, that, that that could boil over at right. some point and just cause a lot of a huge shit show. We don't really need that, I don't think. So it's like we don't really know like what's true. I don't want them to lie to us for the record, by the way. Right. I just mean it might be in their best interest. Mm-hmm. But you know, it might be in their best interest not to say anything because maybe it is bad. Maybe they just don't want to talk about it. Or That's maybe maybe it, maybe it's worse than we know. Or maybe they're totally unaware of this vocal minority of people who speculate these things and think that everything's fine and they just don't even know. <laughs> maybe yeah that's right. a fair point too maybe it's just so like uh, unbelievable to them that they wouldn't even consider it <laughs> but that brings me to our final topic of the show uh cyberpunk 2077 of which blue stully has two tracks in that game cell dweller yeah, take that cell dweller zero tracks in that game <laughs> uh, <laughs> the camera's nice i can make visual gags 
Um, there you go. So, by the way, if you're listening to this in audio format, we are on video now. You should check out odyssey.com. Um, links in the show notes. Um, but audio platforms everywhere will continue to be updated. But then you'll miss all my visual gags. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, Blue Stolly, he's in Cyberpunk 2077. I was going to wait for Sarge to come on the show because he keeps sleeping through these episodes. That's <laughs> um, fine. And I thought about bringing Trio Dog on. I talked to him about it a little bit, but I haven't talked to him since. And um, I think he's still playing through it. Um, I did. Oh, look at that visual gag. I just spilled energy drink all over my face. Oh, nice. Yeah, if only you were watching our video on demand upload at odyssey.com, you would see all that. Or maybe watching it live on spacecowboy.cc slash user slash Dylon. But that's okay. Drip down my hair, too. Motherfucker. Oh, we never introduced myself. My name's Dylan. And this is a uh, victim with me here. Um, a... <laughs> fuck! <laughs> did, we, did we not do that? We forgot. Uh, an hour and 30 minutes Listen, later. if you don't know who we are, it doesn't really fucking matter at this point. You picked the wrong episode to start binging our show. Let's, let's yeah, just that, tell you that right point. there. No, oh, but So Cyberpunk 2077, I bought it with my guilt-free money for the, for the paycheck. I get two paychecks a month. I got a fat pay raise, by the way. Um, nice. Again. Oh, yeah, you, told, yeah. You, said, you, you mentioned that the other night. Yeah. So that takes effect now, like first January. So my next paycheck might be oh, fucking shit. Boku bucks, um, which is great because my roof's leaking and I need to go fix that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say more more Zhang Dong dollars, dude, but no, no more no. more like uh, roof r- roof repair dollars. I, fa- I found the hole and I, I cocked it up with the with the roof tar. Whatever. Speaking of dongs. Speaking of dongs, uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven is actually fantastic. I have three hours in it, so. Take that what you will. Uh, one thing that Sarge and Trio Doug both told me is that works on their machine. There's a lot of uh, what's the word? It's not controversy. It's uh, pushback, flashback. No, backlash is the word. I was backlash. There has been lots of uh, backlash since the launch of this game because they um, it's very buggy and it's downright unplayable on PS4 and Xbox One, which are the last gen consoles. Newer consoles have replaced them, but nobody can fucking buy them. <laughs> they're sold out everywhere last gen consoles were not even worth owning and the only reason to buy a ps4 was to own fucking bloodborne yeah or persona straight 5. up persona 5 is pretty good oh shit yeah, yeah persona 5 as well yeah but the original version of persona 5 was also on ps3 so i i own it you do the original now it was free oh but i, I i'm like do i want to play the original no. and royal's sitting right fucking there you have to play royal don't even bother with the original the royal is so much better like I mean, it's the same gameplay. Like, you, you should probably crank it up to hard. They didn't really innovate there. But the new content is so good. And when you start streaming it, I'll tell you how to get there because Jordan fucking missed it, and I'm so sad. He played... Oh, okay, good. Jordan, Jordan played... I, actually, that was one of my worries. One of my, that was yeah. one of my worries because he... I heard it was harder than P4. So Jordan played Persona 5 Royal, but he didn't do the one thing you needed to do, which was max out a very specific confidant that was not in the original. Um by not maxing that confidant out by a certain date very late in the game, uh, the new content never happened. And so he's like, it was just like P5. It was barely different. And I'm like, you didn't do the whole last, like, uh, eighth. Poor Jordan. Jesus. The, oh, God. The last, like, uh, eighth of the game that wasn't in five, like, you didn't do. And it was, like, the best part of the game. And he missed it completely. And I would never lead you astray like that. Uh,. <laughs> I do hope you stream enjoyed it. getting experience it through me. I hope so. That would be excellent, actually. And and um, <laughs> so cyberpunk. Uh, 
uh, dongers in hand. Uh, I have and out of pants a decent computer. Like I have a GeForce 1070. I have a Ryzen 2700X, not the newest, in either regard. It hasn't crashed once. The only problems I had with the game was I had the new, well, I guess this is the new monitor. The old monitor is now up there. That was still my main monitor. And so when I launched the game, it was up there. And I was like, no, I don't want that. Alt-Enter crashed. And then I relaunched the game. It was in windowed mode and it was like this big. I was like, oh, okay, well, I'll drag it to the right screen and Alt-Enter crashed. And then I what, I had to change my monitor, this one, the bottom one, to the primary. And then it, it was fine. And I, I've been saving frequently. No bugs. As you should. Listen, I don't know. I think I might have said, said this on the podcast already. But like open world games are just inherently buggy messes because there's so much that they is unaccounted for. I mean, I think 2077 is maybe a bit further mm-hmm. than most in a lot of ways, uh, especially on the last-gen consoles. But this is par for the course. This is normal. Some people are like, oh, it shouldn't be normal. It shouldn't be normal. It's like, yeah, but like... If you want your game to release within, you know, 20 years, <laughs> it's going to have to be the normal. So game-breaking bugs on the last-gen consoles aside, this is nowhere near as bad as Assassin's Creed Unity, which I didn't even play. But That's a fair point, but honestly. I've Unity, seen, people forget about Unity a lot. I've seen those bugs, and I also saw people complain that they never fixed them. <laughs> uh, they fixed all the really game-breaking bug ones, but they still have, like, the cutscene glitches, uh, from my understanding. Yeah. Those are unforgettable. Like, they ruin key moments for me. Because it's like, oh, that is disgusting. He's just a floating pair of eyeballs. It's almost like that yeah. Mass Effect Andromeda game where they're facing... Apparently it doesn't out. happen, like, all the time. Even even at launch, it didn't. It, mm-hmm. But it's just one of those things that, like, it it, ha- it can happen in any cutscene. Mm-hmm. So it's not like a once-per-playthrough thing. It's like, a, it could happen here, it could happen there. May not happen mm-hmm. ever. May happen every single fucking time. <laughs> Fuck you. So, um... And I've noticed there's this growing sentiment online. Uh, and when I say online, I mostly mean TikTok because I still lurk TikTok for girl pictures of or videos of people dancing for those Friday threads I post. I mentioned it on Jeff Cliff's podcast, which, by the way, is out now. I mentioned it in a previous episode, but it had not been released yet. I will put it in the show notes because that is actually out now. And you can hear me talk about OnlyFans because that's the first thing I bring up for some reason, uh, which I still have not created for the show. Uh, but I do plan on it eventually. <laughs> Maybe when the day comes that Discord goes under and we have to have a password-protected TeamSpeak server, maybe that's how we'll gate access outside of our core existing members. Maybe maybe I'll make them pay a dollar for it or something. <laughs> still, the word uh, word's still out if we're going to do Patreon or, or OnlyFans. I'm not sure. Because, uh, like I mentioned on Jeff Cliff's show, uh, OnlyFans is a generic paywalling service. Like, it's not made for porn. It just that's what I, that's I the people that was. the people that showed up to use it were the porn stars is the is the problem. I, I could have sworn they've banned people off of it before for not for doing non porn content. Now that sounds like fake news, because that's just I, I don't, it might have been just a rumor. <laughs> in all fairness, I don't know. I don't could have been. Maybe this is unbelievable. I don't know, but I, I'm not subscribed to anybody right. on OnlyFans. It's a generic I'm, platform. I have not to... broken into the simp world yet. I mean, think Nor about, do I think I ever will, really. But. Think about it. It's a generic platform to post pictures, videos. So pictures like Instagram, yeah. videos like YouTube, live streams like Twitch. But there's tipping and there is paid access for all these things. Um, it's just a means to pay well stuff. And it just turns out that, you know, it was really popular with sex workers because it's really easy to do. And then... 
Yeah, because I think uh, now this is really, you know, may he rest in peace. Uh, I think Etika, uh, when OnlyFans first came around, was using it for streaming. Potentially. Like he would do like uh, paid uh, paid viewer only streams mm-hmm. and shit. I didn't know about that. So. I, I think I might want to fact check that one. But uh, I, 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 I don't know because, again, I never used the site. But mm-hmm. I had heard people mentioning that, like, oh, yeah, he said this and that on his OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. And I'm like. He did an OnlyFans stream. Like I think at the time, I didn't even know what the fuck it was. Yeah. How else are you supposed to pay while a stream? Right? Think about it. Yeah, I mean, you can do you can do sub only mode on Twitch, I guess, but like, it's not the same. That thing. is not really a much of a paywall. It's no. it's just not quite the same thing. Uh, but anyway, so if you're on the fence about Cyberpunk 2077 and you have a PC and it's not ass, but it's not necessarily new either, um, don't be afraid. And uh, buy it before cyber, or buy it before CD Projekt Red goes out of business, because <laughs> you won't want to. Miss I it. think they're fine. They're probably fine. It's sold like hotcakes. They, they still they still make like hundreds of thousands of dollars of fucking Witcher three sales. I just think people are being a lot harder on them than they should be because it's really there. The game is working really good for enough people. Like there's a very vocal minority of uh, all of the console players, which <laughs> a very large minority. Don't get me wrong. Um, who rightfully should be refunding this game <laughs> or waiting. Honestly, if it doesn't work, go for it. Or like yeah. if, if it's your money, but I don't think that I hate, I hate when people go on like on social media and they're just like, I'm getting my refund one way or another. It's like, all right, edgelord, like chill the fuck mm-hmm. out. <laughs> just I, fucking put your, process your requests. They're doing refunds. If it came out on PC first and it came out on consoles a few months later, I don't think any of this controversy would have happened. Exactly. It would have been widely celebrated. Yeah, it's just the reverse of a console game. Because how many console games have you seen come out on consoles and then they don't come out on PC until like a couple months later? Like Every Dark Souls game. Every single one. And it's like, it's not that big of a deal. Just You should have just done that. And then everything would have been fine, uh, but they didn't. Probably for holidays and corporate pressure and nonsense. But Honestly, this time of year is fucking shit for game releases. But if you buy a game this time of year, expect it to be like buggy and broken and be glad that it isn't if it isn't because this is the time of year when shit is forced because they need to sell it before the holiday season for gift uh, for christmas and and shit because mm-hmm. that's how they make their ends meet in november is the worst time mm-hmm. unless you want to get it cheap and you don't give a shit if it doesn't work all that right on launch because right. there's a lot of a lot of companies out there that are just hanging on by that november december period right like i mean that's literally call of duty it's like world of warcraft no, I'm thinking like released in November. I'm thinking like retail stores, including like the video game ones. Oh, right? oh, I get you, man. Like okay. a lot of these places, they are just hanging on by those that boost at the end of the year. So they'll leave their stores open at a cost to them, right? A net loss over the slow months of January. Like it, it does, almost doesn't even make sense for retail stores to be open in January because everyone overextends in November, December, and then nobody's shopping in January. Everything's on sale in January because they need to get fucking rid of it, right? Yeah. And uh, that's the best time to buy shit is in January. Um, that's why I got the Razor Kishi on sale. <laughs> right? Because uh, nobody, nobody's going to Best Buy unless they're returning shit or coming in with a Christmas gift card. Right? So Yeah, and then they see something's on sale and they buy it. Right. So it, It's the perfect time to put sales up, in all fairness. Yeah, because they're trying to you know clear inventory, get ready for the new year. It just It's a good system. But, like, you know, retail stores that don't do gift cards and have lots of exchanges going on at the end of the year or the beginning of the year, they could just close. Like 
they're operating at a loss in those early months of the year because everyone overextended for Christmas. And it's like, it's actually funny to think how many of these stores are just barely making ends meet. Mm-hmm. It's because most people do their fucking shopping online nowadays. It's the same reason why most video game retailers, even and or even even better rental shops, are going out of business. Right. Because they they and that was before the pandemic, they were already going out of business because everything's going online. Yep. And this has only accelerated it ever since the lockdowns began in the USA. Like they they there's the coin shortage. I mentioned that earlier in the show. So you can't pull your money out of the bank without losing money. So you can't collapse the banks. You can keep your money in there. Everyone's swiping cards, which makes everything online because you not every store has a fucking credit card holder, right? Well, e- even if it didn't, it's just more convenient. Like right. Oh, I had to wait an extra day? Well, that means I don't going to get in my car, drive to the store, you know, <laughs> saves me an hour of gas or whatever, mm-hmm. and I just fucking get a right. ship to my house. And at the beginning of the pandemic for, you know, the USA at the very least, right? You know, they, they closed down all the stores except fucking Walmart and Target, and they gave everyone 1200 bucks. Like, all right, go give the, the, the same five companies at the top of the food chain all your money because <laughs> everything else is closed. Like, I saved that money. I didn't spend it. Right. I bought a house with it. <laughs> Part of my down payment. Right. But, um, yeah, it's like that money would have been helpful. Like, like the, the Yang gang approach with the, with the Andrew Yang. Right. Like his, his plan was oh, way better. Right. Uh, what is that? UTI or whatever. Right. Or <laughs> that urinary tract infection. No, no, no. UBI. <laughs> uh, UBI. That's it. I, hey, I knew, I knew it stood for something. I just couldn't remember. That's going to be, that's going to be the episode title now. UTI. No, wait, UBI. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Fuck. Yes. Oh uh, yeah. That's going to be the episode title now. No, but, um, <laughs> That's why Andrew Yang's approach of um, you know giving everyone a dividend of a thousand dollars a month based on um, places where the rich aren't being taxed, like stock trades, right? Because Amazon doesn't yeah. pay taxes, Jeff Bezos doesn't pay taxes, and he makes more money than everyone, right? If you tax those people a little bit, just a tiny bit, a bit they won't even notice, you could give every American a thousand dollars, and they can go spend it at those mom and pop shops because it's fucking cash, right? Honestly, that's I mean. It, it, it would help Canada a lot too. And I, I actually haven't talked about this much because mm-hmm. I think it's kind of like a, a weird controversial point to be, to be made, but like Canada gets kind of fucked by the fact that America does not tax above, above a certain point. Mm. And it might, it might sound weird. You're like, how, but like all of our celebrities, almost every single one of them either get dual citizenship or just straight move to America. Mm-hmm. Every single one. So we, we basically lose on our, on our higher end because we mm-hmm. I think we, it's like a forty percent tax yeah. on like uh, I think there's a way around that if you're like really rich right. but like the the like averagely rich people just lose out so why not just move to America and gain mm-hmm. that's why people in America are leaving the state of California because they keep raising their taxes and everything's closed and everyone's suffering there um, yeah their governor is incompetent and they want to remove him uh, most people anyway. Um, and so, like, a bunch of businesses are moving their headquarters is, or they're moving their shops, they're closing shit down. It's like... Yeah, like, Texas is becoming a bit of a spot. Uh, yeah. Where There's another place, East Coast, that people have been moving to, to now. Yeah. Can't, uh, can't think of what it's called, where it is off the head, but... I don't remember which one it was. It was some state, but uh, the point was, is that um, I, I bring up Andrew Yang is because um, a lot of people like to criticize, like, some of the, the handouts as, uh, well, one, calling them handouts, and two, calling it socialism. But what Andrew Yang proposed was capitalism. It was it was make the government make capitalism better, not replace capitalism with a system that hasn't been proven to work, right? Yeah, um, it's just like <laughs> a lot of people look at it. And in the moment someone speaks out, like if someone has with any influence is like, oh, that's communism, that's socialism. 
doesn't matter if it really is or not. That's just what it gets labeled. It. I know. It's so dumb. And it's just like, it, it's the same thing with like on the on on the other side of the fence when someone labels something capitalism. It's like, no, that's dictatorship. You're, you're not talking about capitalism anymore at all. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? Yeah. It's like like I I I, re- yeah. I heard what Andrew Yang proposed, and I really wish he would have got nominated because what we're getting close everything down but the same five stores target walmart and fucking a few others and then give everyone a little bit of money and then kill all their jobs not what he fucking suggested right i mean Uh, like who's gonna complain about like extra money i mean like sure people who don't need it are gonna complain about it right well but at that point they don't fucking need it (laughs) It yeah oh the problem is where the money comes from like andrew yang wanted to yes exactly he wanted to tax like day trading for stocks and he wanted to close tax loopholes that the rich are using to not get taxed at all right uh and that would fund these ideas of his whereas uh what our government currently is doing is just printing money uh and 25 percent of all u.s dollars ever printed ever were in the last year um that's fucking bad <laughs> so my house that i that bought they, you think that, that would not be <laughs> as controversial an opinion to fix that shit yeah and regardless of where the money goes from that point on Having that fixed sounds like a good thing. I don't know. Yeah. So maybe there's maybe there's a nuance there I'm not aware of, but you can't unprint money. Uh, but if you raise the value of living and being and everything about America, then it's gonna work out in the end. But there will be a very big inflation bump. Like when my dad was young, he could take a dollar and he could go see a movie and get food, right, with a single dollar. And now, like. And he bought his first house for like fourteen thousand dollars, right? Like one four zero zero zero. I paid three forty zero 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 for this house, and it's already gone up by like thirty thousand dollars since I bought it. And I haven't done anything to it. The roof's leaking. (laughs) (laughs) I fixed the leak. Okay, like, uh, (laughs) but like, I I didn't like really improve this place. (laughs) And it stuck some zhong in that in that leak. The big dong zhong into the, the the big dong leak. And then, um, like, and so as the val- if the value of the U.S. dollar plummets, then all the like things that are physical, like real estate, gold, Bitcoin, right? Those values will skyrocket because that's not tied to the dollar's worth. You mean graphics cards, right? Uh, graphics cards, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, so I, I'm I'm very fortunate to have bought my house just before all this shit went down. Well, really, it was during the pandemic, so I mean, I didn't even get that lucky. Like, I should have bought it sooner, because um, house prices in this area were already going up, uh, just because um, uh, the economy of Seattle was going up. Nobody lives in Seattle; nobody can afford that. But a lot of people work there, uh, so that's how that, that, that works. And then, um, so the the value of property is already going up, but now it's just gonna shoot. It's gonna you know shoot upwards, and it's gonna be nuts. So. It's just uh, great. I picked a good time to buy my house because if I had waited or if I did not succeed in getting a house, like the prices I'd be looking at would be so much higher now. Um, and I only just secured that pay raise and, you know, I'm going to go chase the next one. But uh, it's not going to keep up with inflation. But I'm just fortunate to be working at the moment, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, that's a big thing. Like it could be worse. I could just be not working and then that would be really shitty. Um, I, I have a very expansive support network that I, I do not call on. Um, it does exist though. And, um, I'm fortunate for that too, but I just hope the American dollar doesn't plummet too much. Cause, uh, I'm starting to make more of it. <laughs> I'd like to spend it on stuff. That's fun. 
We'll see. See, <laughs> I benefit from that, but instead of that happening, I'd just rather my dollar go up. Oh, yeah, your dollar's fucked. Your, your video game like, is $90 full price. Like, I know I showed it off earlier, but some visual aid, if you will. This is $100 Canadian. Mm-hmm. This is the equivalent of, like, 80-ish US dollars. Maybe le- less than that. I think that's what I think that's what the normalization is. If I were to pay at value, mm. it's something like seventy. Big spender here. Seventy one, uh-huh. seventy two. Fucking Jesus, dude. And our our dollar, like like not that long ago, was really close to your guys's dollar. And there was even like a small point where it was ahead of your dollar. Mm-hmm. So we were buying games cheaper. That's just I miss wild. those times, man. I yeah. fucking miss those times. I miss those times. I... And the seventy dollars PS Five games cost me a hundred and five dollars. That's too much. I know. Like I went to the hardware store today to get a uh, roof sealant or caulk or roof tar, whatever you want to fucking call it. And it was like a caulk uh, container with like it's like a tube and there's like a point right that you snip off and you put into a caulk gun, right? You've probably seen these. I'm I'm familiar. And um, the tube was like six dollars. Now, you might be thinking, oh, it's just $6. It's okay, right? But it's like, my dad had movie and dinner with $1 when he was a teenager in the 60s. Like, that's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. well, our money has already, like, depreciated so much over time that a lot of people that are our age don't really realize, like, everyone talks about, oh, shit was cheaper back then. Oh, it was because the dollar was worth more right and that has changed over time but wages have also gone up that's why people keep bitching about a living wage that's why everyone wants 15 dollars an hour um but that's not necessarily but they want it applied universally which doesn't necessarily make sense because if you live in the bumfuck nowhere you don't need 15 dollars an hour to survive right uh and if that's a fair point if the struggling businesses in bumfuck nowhere are required to pay 50 bucks an hour they're all going to go under and you're all going to be working for walmart (laughs) yeah really hope you're working uh, it's a balancing act at the end of the day (laughs) yeah and a lot of people need to like, I I feel like 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 these policymakers and stuff really need to understand that. Yeah. It's like you 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 know you want to keep up with inflation so that people can survive, but you also don't want to force everyone to work for fucking Walmart. Right, because Walmart will happily pay the universal uh, standard wage, which is way higher than all because your they will literally beat out all of their competition because they can. And then and that's all they'll end up doing. And then there'll be no other places to shop in that local area. Like imagine some like town of like 500 people. There's a Walmart and that's it. It's houses of Walmart. That's the future that they want. <laughs> so big businesses do support these universal wages, but really like they should be applied at the city level. That's one of the things I liked about Washington state. Like Seattle has the $15 an hour wage, which it probably should be higher because fucking Seattle is disgusting. Right. Um, and then Tacoma I think has a $12 an hour minimum wage standard, which is also higher than the state minimum. And it's a lot cheaper to live in Tacoma. And I like, I don't know if those numbers are are good for those cities, but like, especially Seattle, but like the fact that the city is empowered to set the minimum for the city, makes way more fucking sense because they govern a much smaller area. And um, honestly, yeah. Yeah. Like have it be mandated so that the city doesn't just fuck anyone over, but like, yeah. Let them make the ultimate choice. Yeah, so if the bureaucrats over in Seattle and Olympia want, you know, $20 an hour for everyone, that fucks over, you know, the poor retail workers in Winlock. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Ever heard of Winlock? Yeah. You, no, you never. Don't. You've never heard of it. Winlock, Washington. It's very tiny. Look it up. Um, imagine 
making twenty dollars an hour at McDonald's there. It, they, all their businesses would go under instantly. Like it's not a solution. But uh, that's, I think that's enough rambling for one day. We should probably kill the stream. Thanks that's everybody. Good. Thanks everybody that showed up. We'll see you in the outro. Later. Thanks for checking out this episode of the Mel and Mancy podcast. We post new episodes every two weeks on Sundays, but in the holidays with this new live format, we might post a little bit more often. You can find out the details on our social media accounts at melamancy.net based on what we decide. This new live stream format is a new thing for us trying to keep up with the times. So your feedback is valuable because we don't know what the fuck we're doing. So check us out at melomancy.net. That's where we post all our show notes. You can find links to our odyssey.com clips. You can share with some friends. And also our contact info. It's all there. Melomancy.net. Thanks.